being constantly watched. Does this seem familiar to you? Big Brother is truly watching. We see this phenomenon portrayed in the late film, The Giver, where there is 24-7 surveillance on the community. Have you ever felt like someone was watching your every move? Your phone might just be your own spy. Want to find out more? Stay tuned. The book that we will be discussing today is the dystopian novel, The Giver. It's also um, a movie and we analyze the movie in this case. So in The Giver, there's a society based on conformity and sameness. Everyone is content with their role in society. There's nonstop surveillance in the community as well. As children have their rites of passage, they become adults with jobs in the community. Everyone receives a regular job, but the main character, Jonas, which is given the opportunity to become the next receiver. Soon he begins to spend a lot of time with the giver, an old man who keeps the memories of the past in the community. And they begin to have trainings that consist of the giver transmitting these memories onto Jonas, hence the name, the receiver. Jonas begins to be able to see color. He begins to feel pain. He begins to feel love, war, and even death. He realizes that the past being a secret hidden from his community is dangerous for all of them. He decides that he has to escape and break the barrier of memory, but the council is not having it. And the council is full of older individuals that govern their community. So he has to come up with a plan to escape. And within this plan, he's including on taking who he presumes to be the next receiver because of a mark that they both share. And after he once realizes that they're going to terminate the baby, he goes to the nursing center and takes the baby, which is who the next receiver shall be. Then he goes on a journey to reach the boundary, the boundary of memory, but is caught by the former friend that works flying planes. The friend secretly lets him go by dropping him and the baby in water. However, the friend was supposed to terminate them um, as given the orders by the council. After powering through, Jonas finally passes. From my understanding, a dystopia is a society through which the leaders exert some form of control on the citizens to the point of it affecting their, their daily lives. However, the citizens and the giver do not even know that they are being oppressed. We can gauge the extent to which they are being oppressed by referring to Iris Young's book called Five Faces of Oppression. In her book, she sets a framework for what she coins as the five faces of oppression which are exploitation, marginalization, powerlessness, cultural imperialism, and violence. In the setting of the giver, the citizens, with the exception of the giver and the receiver, are blissfully unaware that many facets that come with being human have been taken away from them. Their freedom of choice and individuality have been taken away from them. For instance, every day, the people are required to take their daily injections, not knowing that through doing so, their feelings are also taken away from them. Although the injections are also able to take away feelings of pain and suffering, they ultimately are taking away the emotions that truly make us feel human. In a way, this ties into the face of oppression of powerlessness because the citizens do not have a say in the injections. They simply accept them because they do not know what is being taken away from them. Powerlessness is also seen in the way jobs are distributed to the citizens. Rather than being able to choose the roles they are to have for the rest of their lives, young adults are instead assigned roles by the elders. 
The citizens are not participating in the policy decisions that affect their lives, nor do they hold much autonomy in their lives. They happily take on their given roles and do not question the elders' decisions. Even though the citizens do not necessarily feel powerless, this is because of how oblivious they are to their situations, and that in itself is scary. The loss of individuality is seen through the use of genetically modifying babies so that they fit the community's own standards. Babies who are of smaller weights are sent to be released, which is a euphemism for lethal injections. Elders who are deemed too old for society are also released. This is an example of the face of oppression known as marginalization, as certain people are removed from the community when they are seen as unfit. Those who deliver these injections do not understand that they are killing the, the innocent lives and are unaware that they are, that they are actively partaking in this form of oppression. The loss of individuality can also be seen through the loss of color in every citizen's vision. They are only able to see black and white. The manipulation of various elements of the citizens' lives leads to a monotonous way of living that keeps people from truly experiencing the highs and lows of being a human. The element we chose from the film, The Giver, was tracking capabilities of phones. The exact definition of tracking capabilities is a method used to pinpoint the location of the owner of the phone. You can automatically assume there are pros and cons of tracking capabilities. In the movie, all movements of the characters were tracked. The elders were able to see anything and everything that happened. Based on articles we read, they highlighted the fact that the smartphones we all know and love are probably being tracked by some company or person out there. If you've gone to work, school, or even spent a night with someone, chances are they know exactly who you are and where you are. According to the first article, the NYT accessed 50 billion location pings from 12 million different phones. They noted being able to to see the whereabouts of law enforcement officers and even highly profiled lawyers. The worst part of everything is that there are lawyers, there are laws, regulations that selling and reselling of people's data. It's scary knowing that many hackers and third parties have access to this information and it can cause many problems in the wrong hands. There's also a brighter side to tracking. If your phone was stolen or you lost it, you would easily be able to find it. An example of this would be finding my iPhone or even the ping notification on your Apple Watch to locate your phone. Does this now make you second guess owning a smartphone or do you think there should be more precautions used to avoid being tracked by random people? The tracking capabilities of smartphones is a strong invasion of our privacy and it's scary to think about all the information that the government and companies have that they sh should definitely not have. This fits with Iris Young's face of oppression of powerlessness because people do not have control over their own privacy as much as they should have. Our privacy is being shared with who knows who, and the uncertainty as to what exactly is being shared is terrifying. This makes it seem that big companies have strong power over us and the increasing use of technology although very convenient and helpful, within society can also result in a strong sense of paranoia. Within the book 1984, the main character Winston had to carefully maneuver himself in a way that would make his unlawful actions invisible to the telescreen constantly monitoring him. In a world like 1984, 
privacy seems to be a privilege, and the capabilities of smartphones as well as other forms of technology seem to be infringing on our own rights to privacy.